Welcome to the Real World Nutrition Podcast. This is episode 92, What Are the Benefits of Beans? Hi everyone, this is Shelly Rael, the host and founder of Real World Nutrition. And today I'm addressing a commonly overlooked food that has so much more than just providing the nutrients, but has a lot of health benefits. So as I said in the opening, we're going to talk about the benefits of beans, including their health benefits. I'll talk about some of the nutrition facts and address a common reason why people say they don't eat beans. So let's get started with the substance of today's show. So beans have long been recognized as nutritious and versatile, but having benefits beyond mere sustenance, just providing calories and energy. These foods, we call them both beans and legumes. They're two different substances, but I'm going to use them together today. They are powerful for promoting health and well-being. And as I said, we'll talk about some of the nutrition facts and the many, many health benefits of having beans in your diet several times a week. So I'll start with the health benefits. Many things, many things that beans do is help with managing or reducing the risk of chronic health issues. So number one, the most common chronic disease, chronic health issue is heart disease. So beans help us a lot with reducing our risk of heart disease and benefiting our heart. They are high in fiber and they can help lower cholesterol levels, which can help reduce the risk of heart disease. So the soluble fiber in beans bind cholesterol, minimizing their absorption of cholesterol in the diet and promoting its excretion from the body. So it helps remove excess cholesterol from the body. Also beans have potassium and potassium also helps regulate blood pressure which benefits our heart as well. So people tend to only think as bananas as having potassium when potassium is found in many foods, including beans. Second, diabetes management. Because of the high fiber and relatively low glycemic index or the impact it has on our blood sugar, beans can help with improved blood sugar control. So that includes including them in the diet can help with managing diabetes. And it does provide a steady release of glucose into the bloodstream, reducing blood sugar spikes and helping with stable energy levels. Number three, weight management. Beans are an excellent addition to weight management plans because of their high protein content as well as their high fiber content. Protein helps with satiety or helping us feel full or satisfied. So that can help with us curbing appetite and potentially reducing our overall calorie intake. And then once again, fiber helps with digestion and helps us feel more full and then helps with supporting healthy weight management. Number four, digestive health. People are constantly talking about their gut health today. And this abundance of dietary fiber 
Can you catch the theme here? Dietary fiber in beans helps with maintaining a healthy digestive system. So that insoluble fiber adds bulk to stool, helping with regular bowel movements and minimizing the risk of constipation. Now it also helps as or acts as a prebiotic. So not probiotic, prebiotic, which is nutrients that feed the gut bacteria. So that nourishes the gut bacteria and that supports overall gut health. And just on a side note, people have corrected me when I've said prebiotic and thinking I meant probiotic. So that was our two different things. And number five, when it comes to chronic disease and how beans can help, well, cancer risk reduction. Now, not necessarily all cancers, but many cancers, including those of our digestive system, including colorectal cancer, that combination of the fibers and antioxidants in beans significantly reduces the risk of certain types of cancer, as I said. Fiber helps get some of those excess toxins, not excess, but just the general toxins and waste from our body. And the antioxidants help combat harmful free radicals and can protect or repair the cells from damage. So those are the many benefits to our overall health. But let's talk about how it provides nutrients and is a sustainable food. So they are a nutrient powerhouse, as I've mentioned some of the nutrients in beans already. So in addition to those benefits, they're actually a good source of several nutrients and they're environmentally friendly. So I'll start with the sustainability aspect of it. Beans are an eco-friendly food choice. They require significantly fewer resources, such as water and land, as compared to animal-based protein sources. So incorporating beans into your diet, you can help with sustainable agriculture and potentially reduce your carbon footprint. So you don't have to eliminate animal-based foods if you don't want to, but just do some simple swaps or just add more beans to your diet and it will often reduce some of the animal products in your diet just by some other things like helping you feel full. Now, nutrient density. So beans are a nutrient-dense food or a nutrient-rich food, and this just means, it doesn't just mean, it means they are packed with beneficial nutrients while being relatively low in calories, so more bang for the buck, so to speak. They have an array of essential vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants, making them an efficient and a wholesome addition to any of your meals. Now, addressing some of these pro- these proteins, these nutrients, the first one being protein. Beans are an excellent plant-based source of protein, and it can help with vegetarians and vegans getting their protein, but it also helps with even omnivores who want to get ensure they're getting appropriate protein. So protein helps with muscle growth, repair, tissue growth and repair. So not just muscles, but hair and skin, nails, just 
some of those things, as well as overall cellular function. Now, fiber. I mentioned fiber plenty when I was talking about chronic disease risk. So beans have both soluble and insoluble fiber. So as I mentioned, soluble fiber aids in lowering cholesterol levels and in some parts, some way, helping manage glucose levels. And the insoluble fiber helps with regular bowel movements and a healthy digestive system. So having beans in your diet helps meet your daily fiber requirements. And then vitamins and minerals. There are so many vitamins and minerals in beans, and it includes folate, which is one of our B vitamins, iron, potassium, magnesium, and some of the other B vitamins. Folate is important for DNA synthesis and red blood cell production, and then iron supports oxygen transport. And then, as I mentioned already, potassium helps with heart health. Magnesium also helps with heart health, with potassium and magnesium both helping with muscle function. And the various B vitamins play a crucial role in energy production. So the B vitamins themselves do not contain energy, but they help us access or unlock the energy from the food that we eat. So I'm going to go over some of the nutrition information of a handful of different types of beans. I'm not going to go over all the beans. I just picked five of these classifications just because there's so many types of beans. Pick the ones you like. So I'm going to start with black beans. Black beans are an excellent source of plant-based protein, as I've mentioned already, fiber, folate, and iron. With a cup of black beans containing about 15 grams of protein, making them ideal for a protein boost, as well as for vegetarians and vegans. And black beans help with promoting heart health, help stabilize blood sugar levels, and improve digestive health due to their high fiber content. And they also have the antioxidants, those dark, dark beans help with protecting against cell damage and can help strengthen the immune system. Now, this next one is in the classification of beans, but really we say beans and legumes. So legumes, sorry, not legumes, lentils, lentils. I don't know why I said legumes, lentils. It's just easy to say beans and legumes. Lentils, again, a great source of protein, fiber, iron, folate. Lentils have about 18 grams of protein per cup and 15 grams of fiber per cup. Excellent. Lentils are an excellent choice for helping with promoting satiety. That's what I said earlier in helping you feel more full, more satisfied. So Lentils can help with weight loss because if it's helping us feel satisfied and providing plenty of fiber and protein, it can help with regulating blood sugar, help with cardiovascular health, and lentils are rich in antioxidants and phytochemicals, which are known to help reduce the risk of chronic disease. Now, lentils come in various colors. You can get a mix or you can pick and choose the different colors doesn't really matter. They all have those benefits. 
The third bean I'll mention is kidney beans. Shocking here, rich in folate, iron, protein, and fiber. So kidney beans have about 15 grams of protein per cup and 13 grams of fiber. So these are all pretty decent sources of both protein and fiber. And kidney beans can help with brain health, help with weight management, and with improved digestion because of that fiber content. These beans also have antioxidants that protect against the free radicals and reduce the risk of certain cancers. So think kidney beans are another one of those darker beans, so they're going to be higher in some of those antioxidants as compared to some of the other beans, though those aren't necessarily, you know, inferior, it's just different. The fourth bean is pinto beans, protein, fiber, folate, iron, 15 grams of protein per cup, 15 grams of fiber per cup. Now, these can help with regulating blood pressure and a healthy gut. And it also provides a steady release of energy because these are complex carbohydrates. So pinto beans and many of the other beans can really be an ideal choice for athletes and active individuals, not necessarily right before they exercise, but it could be part of a meal following exercise to help with replenishing carbohydrates as well as providing protein. And then the fifth bean I'll mention here is chickpeas. Protein, fiber, folate, iron, you should know this by now, and manganese. And these have about 15 grams of protein per cup and 12 grams of fiber. And these, again, you should know all these by now. It's pretty much the same for all of them. Weight management, digestive health, heart health by helping lowering cholesterol. And again, sustained energy due to their low glycemic index. And you can have them as a snack for a midday boost or something that you can carry with you. So let me address something here. Chickpeas or garbanzo beans. I once had somebody at a grocery store tell me that this hummus was made with chickpeas and this hummus is made with garbanzo beans. And I just stood there and didn't say anything. Chickpeas and garbanzo beans are the same legume. So the term chickpea and garbanzo bean are used interchangeably to refer to the same variety of bean. But the term chickpea is more commonly used in American English, where garbanzo beans is more prevalent in Spanish and Latin American cuisines. So whether you call them chickpeas or garbanzo beans, you're referring to the same Thing. You just might have difficulty finding them at the grocery store if you're looking for chickpeas and everything's labeled garbanzo beans or vice versa. I tend to use the term garbanzo beans because that's what I grew up with, but both are correct. And here's something I want to address because I've had people tell me after reading a book about uh, plants being harmful for us, talking about lectins. Lectins. What are lectins and should we be concerned about them? Well, lectins are a class of proteins found in several foods, including beans. 
and they gain attention due to concerns about their potential negative effects on our health. However, I need to clarify what is fact and what is fiction and why lectins in beans are not a health concern for most people. So what are lectins? Lectins are naturally occurring proteins that bind to carbohydrates. And they're in many plant-based foods, including beans. And it's a defense mechanism the plant has against pests and predators. In plants, lectins protect against harmful organisms and contribute to the plant's survival. But are lectins harmful? Some people believe that lectins can be harmful when consumed in significant amounts, as it may interfere with the absorption of nutrients or cause gut irritation. However, the evidence supporting these claims is mostly based on studies conducted in lab settings or with isolated lectins, so not as part of a meal, but with lectins by themselves. So while it is true lectins are in beans, there's several things that can make them safe and healthy to include in a balanced diet. Cooking neutralizes lectins. So cooking beans at temperatures above 212 degrees Fahrenheit significantly reduces the lectin content and makes them safe to consume. So I don't know people who eat raw beans, or if I do, they've never told me that. So proper cooking, like boiling, pressure cooking, or even soaking and then cooking, can eliminate the lectins. Digestive enzymes break down lectins. So our digestive system has enzymes that can help break down the proteins, including lectins. So those are, this lectin is broken down during digestion, minimizing any potential negative effects. And the benefits of eating beans far outweighs the risk of lectins in those beans. So the health benefits of consuming beans really takes away any potential or outweighs, I should say, any potential concern related to those lectins. Beans are an excellent plant-based protein full of fiber, vitamins, and minerals. And they have numerous health benefits, as I've mentioned already, including heart health, helping with weight management, and helping with digestive health. Now, if you're concerned about lectins, here's how you can reduce it. Soak and discard the water. So soak the beans. If you're using dried beans, soak them in water before cooking, and then toss that water out. And then variety and moderation. Include various beans in your diet in moderation to help minimize any potential risks or concerns you might have associated with lectins. Now, I'm gonna just make a couple suggestions here on how to get beans into your diet, but go to the link in the show notes. I have a couple recipes on the blog post related to this, including one for roasted chickpeas that I love to use as a snack, as well as um, hummus recipes. So, couple ways or a few ways that you can include more beans in your diet and they don't always have to be cooked. My favorite way is to use canned beans. I use canned beans. I rinse them. I drain them and they don't always have to be cooked because the canned beans are already 
cooked for us. So like a Mexican bean bowl, where you can combine black beans, brown rice, vegetables, and avocados, salsa, some lime juice, and there you got, you got, you got a nice cold salad if you want. Here's another one, a Mediterranean chickpea salad. And that's where you can include the chickpeas and tomatoes and cucumber and olives and feta cheese and onion, lemon juice. Again, that can be a salad for lunch. You can have it as a dinner side or lunch and dinner. And then this is a classic kidney bean chili. So kidney beans, tomatoes, onions, peppers, chili powder, the spices like cumin and paprika. And you can put this in a slow cooker or a pot and let it simmer for a few hours. Greek yogurt, I use Greek yogurt instead of sour cream. So plain Greek yogurt instead of sour cream. Those are just some ideas. So again, you can go to the link in the show notes if you want full recipes on how to use this or the, the information here. So in summary, beans are a nutritional powerhouse. They have plant-based protein, fiber, vitamins, minerals. I keep beans in my pantry all the time. And if I'm not sure what I'm making, usually has beans included in it. So try some of those dishes like the Mexican bean bowl or the chickpea salad and try to get beans into your diet three to five times a week or, you know, just do it one more day a week. And maybe you can do what I do, stock your pantry with different beans to get creative in the kitchen and it'll help with your overall health. It's also a very budget friendly source of protein as compared to animal proteins. So in my pantry, as I've said, anytime I generally have two cans of a few different types of beans, I was going to say most beans, but I often have a couple cans of chickpeas, a couple cans of black beans, a couple cans of pinto beans, and then a couple cans of another type of bean. And just want to mention again, some people are concerned about the sodium content. So I use no added salt, but also that rinsing and draining helps reduce the sodium content of those beans. But in the big picture, the health benefits of beans far outweigh any concerns one might have when it comes to canned beans. And that's real world nutrition. I just want to mention that a waiting list for the Real World Nutrition membership is available. If you go to the link in the show notes and look for the Real World Nutrition membership, that'll be opening up soon. So when you want to get first notification about when it is open, take a look at the website, take a look at the benefits of the Real World Nutrition membership and throw your name on the waiting list. You are not obligated to join when it opens up. I just want to let you know, you will get one of the first notifications for when that opens up. All right, everyone, you take care. Bye for now.